You're listening to the Paperback Podcast, the go-to podcast for aspiring and ambitious authors wanting to learn about all the things book writing, publishing, marketing, and more. I'm your host, Pagan Malcolm, and I'm a business coach specializing in helping authors to understand the business side of publishing and create a lifestyle that supports your authorly goals. If you're tired of struggling on your author journey, done with the rules of the industry, and you're ready to do things your way, then stick around because in this space, we are all about taking the unconventional, wildly successful, and fully aligned path to help you achieve success in authorship. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Paperback Podcast. So it is raining pretty heavily here today, and I'm not sure how this audio is going to turn out. If it's really crap, I'll re-record it, obviously. But I am just talking a little bit louder in hopes that, um, that you can still hear me. And today's topic, I wanted to talk about something that was really on my mind to talk about today. So that's why I'm recording it even with the rain. Um, and that topic is about time versus money. So I was especially feeling this because it's something I'm currently starting to go through and realize with my own business, but also it came up on a call the other day where I was doing a, a sales coaching call uh, for a friend of mine who needed some help. It, obviously, I don't usually do those kinds of calls, but um, I... Uh, my friend came to me and said, oh, I'm underperforming in my sales job and I could really use some help with sales. And I'm like, let's jump on a call and we'll talk about it. I've got plenty of experience with sales. So we did that and we were kind of going over the objections that come up from time to time. And uh, my friend who had a lot of background with uh, money mindset, uh, especially like living in scarcity around money, uh, and that suddenly just started to shift for her, she really was looking at things with the lens of every objection is about money when that's not necessarily true. And I had to point out to her, you know, sometimes, especially for people who do have money and are calling up, you know, wanting a product or a service with intention of buying it, the objection is more about their time. And specifically, like, you need to be able to prove to them why this is worth like the the purchase because of the time it's going to save them because that's actually more valuable to them than money and it just really kind of clicked to me that this was something that I'm currently experiencing in my own business and I saw another post about it today in my Instagram feed which really kind of um, made this all click for me as well when it comes to authors and it made me realize that the majority of authors at least the ones that I encounter value their money more than their time which makes a lot of sense because that's how I felt five years ago. That's how I felt when I started out because I didn't have a big budget going into authorship and I really had to be strategic about my resources. And for me, I would have preferred to trade my my time and research a lot of things and figure it out for myself than spend money in the beginning. And maybe that resonates with a lot of you as well. And so I think that's a totally normal thing to feel and experience, especially when there's certain pain points around money and um, certain reasons that time is like the thing that you'd rather trade off, right? And so for me, I know it like for me, it felt like um, I had to value my, my money more than my time. It felt like money was a survival tool, that it was like the, the essential thing that I always had to have in my life. 
and time was infinite. Time didn't matter. I would give as much time as I could to put towards things. Like time was not really something that felt like I lacked, right? Although it was a little bit different when I was in my day job where I did feel a little bit more short for time because I would spend eight hours at the day job and then only have so much time at the end of the day to put towards writing. But even then without a family or kids or a huge commute, that wasn't really a problem for me either because I still had you know, four or five hours that I was willing to put into writing at that point. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't as much as I wanted, but it still wasn't enough for me to go, this is a pain point, right? So for a lot of people, that is a situation they're in where money is the real issue and time really isn't the issue. And when you look at investing in certain courses and programs and things that are going to help you feel supported, you often overlook them and think, oh, I don't need them because at that point of your business, money is more pressing than time right? And so let me know if that's kind of resonating. Like, feel free to reach out on Instagram and let me know that this this episode is resonating because I feel like this is really starting to come um, to click for me. And especially because I'm starting to see it the other way around. I'm currently at a place in my business where I'm in a really weird spot, actually, and I'm going to be really transparent about it. So I, um, so I'm recording this in 2022, just for future reference, if case you're listening to this a few years later. Um, And I'm currently at a point where momentum is starting to build with my books. And I'm also like, like last year was my first profitable year in my business. So the money is kind of there, you know, the money is starting to flow. I will still say that it's not fully there in a sense that it's covering all my expenses and then there's excess. Like it's, it's still kind of at a point where it's only just covering, but it's at a point where I can live off of it. Right. Which is really exciting. But at the same time, it does mean that when there's additional projects that I want to run with because they've got momentum or there's certain things I want to be doing, there's still not enough excess to kind of do those things. So I'm at that weird point where money's still a problem, but it's not as much of a problem as it used to be five years ago. And my problem is actually time now. And it's interesting because I'm at this weird stage where I've got um, you know, three to four writing projects a year, three to four publishing projects a year. I've got my front end marketing to worry about, my back end marketing to worry about for my books, like just for my books, right? And then any additional income streams such as my workshops, I have those to figure out as well. And then on top of that, I have my coaching business. I have all the client calls and I have the whole marketing strategy for that and the program launches and the planning of what programs are going to be running at the same time. And I've got, um, you know, all the Uh, client check-ins to do and I've got like all these different things I have to kind of be on top of all the time and it's a freaking lot and when I like especially at the time of me recording this I just actually added in a part-time job so that I would have that excess money to put towards different projects that I want to prioritize this year because there's momentum that I want to leverage and I know that if I miss that opportunity it'll be harder to build up that momentum later so I'm really running at that right now and I added in like two more hours of work each day and it's physical labor type work but it's it was uh, the right opportunity for where I'm at but it was still like extra work on top of what I'm already doing, right? So my time has become extremely limited at this point. Um, And it's about trying to prioritize what support to put in place first for me, especially. And I already have the social media manager who does a couple of hours for me every week. And that's been extremely helpful to keep that sales going for my books. But What I would really love to have in place at this point is a content manager because I have so much content going out 
with with the intention and goal that that will bring in more leads and expand my growth over the course of this year, which is a big priority that I have. I want to expand my audience um, so I can serve more people. And so that's like a huge priority for this year. And, and my strategy towards that that I feel good about is doing content. And so that's been my, my focus. So I've got a YouTube channel. I've got my podcast, which has already been running for two years. And I've got blogs. And I'm not like adding new blogs all the time. I'm actually updating the blogs that I've already done. And I'm working Pinterest as a strategy there that I haven't really focused on in the past. And I'm using Twitter as a strategy there, which I haven't really done in the past um, to really make the blogs more relevant. And because like they're great blogs, like that is evergreen content that will help people time and time again. I know that they're just sitting collecting dust and they really shouldn't be, which is why I wanted to use them as part of this strategy. So I've got the blogs, I've got like all these different content pieces and I would really love to have a content manager who can step in and go, I'll take care of all of this. Cause for me, it takes a lot of my time, right? And so on top of that, like I don't really want a VA. I actually don't feel like I'll need a VA for a little while yet. But I mean, if I couldn't do the content manager, then I'm looking at the VA to see if they could take some of the tasks off my hands, me at least. And so I'm in this weird spot where I'm like, okay, who should I bring on board first? And how can I make that sustainable moving forward? And how can I make sure that they will be able to keep growing with the company? And so like, there's lots of stuff that I'm looking at here. And for the first time in my life, like money hasn't been my main source of stress. It's been the fact that I have so many to-dos on my plate and it makes me feel super stressed and overwhelmed to look at all of it and go, there is too much happening here. I need to have a really um, specific daily to-do list that keeps me on top of everything so that nothing falls in the like falls through the cracks. I have needed to really prioritize having a project management system, which is something I didn't really have in the past, but I've decided to stick with Trello for that because I've kind of been hopping between Trello and Asana over the years and I really like Trello at this point. So I've got all my different projects organized in Trello boards so that I know what I need to look at at any given time and I can really stay on top of it. It's also like the fact that I'm constantly frustrated at this current point in time that I have to do more to reach my income goals and maintain them right now, which I'm sure won't be the case in six months or even a year when I kind of get through this weird period of time. But it's the fact that I want it to feel more flowing, like more flowy and easy. And it's simply not at the moment. It's just frustratingly difficult and exhausting at the moment. And there's just so much on my plate all the time. And so for me, I would much rather pay the money to have people take things off my plate because I know it's going to allow me to be able to grow more and it's going to allow me to have the energy to focus on things that are going to move my business forward while there's momentum and that's more important to me right now and that's what I really see serving me right now and so it's just really interesting to see how how much this has shifted in as little as five years that once upon a time I would have been so happy to do all the things myself and really figure it all out myself and spend hours researching and hours implementing and doing it all and when I wasn't in a day job, I had all the time in the world to do that, you know, every day. So it really wasn't a problem. But now it's getting to the point where it's like, it's an actual bottleneck in my business. And it's like, I don't have all the time in the world. Like I really need to prioritize the hours in a day that I do have. And see, here's the thing that I want to circle this back to, right? A lot of authors are in day jobs. So they already don't have a lot of time in their day. And they are already having to work eight full-time jobs 
to run their author business because they have to do writing, publishing, editing, marketing, sales, publicity, admin, tech, you know, and graphic design. So that's like nine, but I kind of group admin and tech together. So eight, right? Like there's eight different tasks going on there all the time that you have to constantly be doing and on top of, and you have to basically plan out the projects and plan out when each task is going to be happening because it's not going to be all the time. It's going to be like it happens in seasons, right? Obviously, you have seasons of writing and you have seasons of publishing and you have seasons where there's more marketing work and there's less marketing work. And if you are going to go full-time in authorship, if you are going to find the most easy, sustainable and straightforward path to make that happen, you cannot be all over the place with this. You really need to have focus and you really need to know what your needle moving activities are to get there. And when you are just, you know, using all the hours in your day or whatever hours you have to just try and do all the things and get as much done as you possibly can, but you don't really have um, a goal or a process for it, that's when it becomes really difficult. And so you might prioritize money over time at this point of your business, but I'm telling you that it's still going to serve you to free up your time. And that may not look like that you hire people like in your first or second year of business, it may not look like that you hire a coach right off the bat. But I can tell you that automation, having processes in place, having things that are going to make this easier for you will be a game changer, not just in the beginning to get you off the ground, but in the long term. Because the only reason that my business hasn't fallen apart at this point, that I have still been able to do all these things and keep it maintained, even though I am reaching a point with it, is because I have these automation systems that I've set up from day one and they are still working for me. And I had the foresight to set them up from day one because I knew right off the bat, I didn't want to spend all my time and energy doing all the things all the time and that I would reach a point where I would get really tired of it. And I knew from day one that I didn't want to spend a lot of manual time marketing, that I wanted my marketing to work for me and to support me. And so that was a really intentional decision I made from day one that is now serving me five, six years later. And it's something to just consider that, like, I just wanted to kind of bring awareness to the fact that you may be prioritizing money over time for good reason at this point, but that will shift and turn on you at some point. That will change as your business grows and you need to be prepared and set up for that before it happens. Because if you are not, you will not have the time to set up and prepare those systems and have the support in place. That is just like, you're already going to be overwhelmed and that's where your momentum will stop and you will find yourself going in that stop, start, stop, start type of um, situation where you, you have a really great month and then you can't keep up and then there's a burnout and then you try again and then there's a burnout, which I see happen a lot with clients if they don't have these things in place, right? And so... I just wanted to really bring that to your attention and really get you to look at now, like where are the potential places where you could get capped at some point, whether that be capped in your time, your energy or your income, and how can you start to fix that now? And so that's basically what I wanted to talk about today. And then like, I just wanted to add this part in as well is like, Another thing that I was really especially craving from a support standpoint back in January, like if you guys did not hear about this or you missed this, I got um, hacked in December and lost all my money. And then I, it was right before the launch of my book, which I'd been doing over 12 months. And it was in the middle of the launch of my launch course. And so I had two launches, two massive launches going on at the same time when this happened, lost all my money. And it really threw me off. It really kind of like 
it, it messed with my mindset and it messed with my energy and I ended up taking a whole week off from client calls to kind of recover from it. And it was just one thing that happened that really set me off and sent me downhill for a little bit. And mindset was a real struggle back then because it was really hard to look at things and go, okay, this is all going to work out fine. Because in the moment, it was frustrating. I was having to deal with banks and I was having to deal with Amazon and they were not cooperating. And even to this point in time, they still have not given me back access to my Amazon account. So I still am not seeing half of the royalties that I've earned from my launch. And and I'm still not having access to all the purchases I've made over the years. And it's incredibly frustrating to still be in this situation. And so in the moment when I was supposed to have my mindset and my attention on these launches, and I was supposed to be really high vibe with them and focused on them and showing up for my clients, it was especially difficult and even more difficult without a coach behind me to really hold me through that and say, like, this is all going to work out. Here's what you should focus on. Here's what I would do. Because that's what I was really craving at the time was support in the sense that I needed someone who could sit with me in my shit and help me navigate it and help me realize, like, how can I still make the best of this? And where should my mindset be? And what should I do to get my mindset back on track? Because I really struggled with that at the time. And so sometimes, like, feeling supported can even come from that perspective. And I think it's, like... It's this thing around where I think a lot of authors look at support and what coaches do and they think, oh, you know, they just get on a call and they give you answers to things. And that's not necessarily true. Like it's being able to hold someone and support them over time. It's a support system. Like that's what it is. Like like whether you're in a one-on-one container or you're in a group program or you're in a course, it's a system that's supposed to hold you and it's supposed to guide you and it's supposed to... um, be there to help you with your growth over time. It's not meant to be this one and done call. It's not meant to be this, you get on once or you pay once and all your problems are solved. That's really not how it works because it's always going to be a thing where there's always going to be a new challenge coming up to navigate, especially when over time your challenges are going to to change where once upon a time it would be money, then five years later it's going to be time and five years later it's going to be a different thing. Like there's lots of things that come up over that course as well. It's like, getting visible and getting comfortable being in the spotlight and it's um, being able to believe in your ability to to hit your income goals and being able to overcome feeling salesy and being able to understand exactly where you're putting your time and attention and why you're doing it that way and what's going to move you to the next step. There's so many different things that come into being supported over time in any kind of container that it's just, it, you know, there's not enough time to cover it in a single course or class. There's not enough time to teach you and hold you in all the aspects of authorship in a, in a one hour class, right? That's just not a thing. And so when you look at time being a problem, it's also this thing where if you're trying to research all of this on your own and implement it and hold your mindset around it and, you know, actually see it through to the end without any trip ups, without any mindset problems, without any um, challenges coming up, that's being unrealistic. Like that's just not going to happen. And it's why a lot of people take so long to get results without a coach. Um, That's not to say that you can't get results without a coach, but the point is that coaching is a shortcut. Paying the money is a shortcut. And a lot of people don't prioritize the shortcut because they don't feel that they can. They feel like they need to prioritize their money over time. They feel like they have to take the long route. They feel like they they can't allow that support in. But I look back on how much progress I've made over the past five years and the fact that my clients are all doing it in half the time that I did it now. 
And I know the value of the shortcut because it's what enables me to be doing what I actually want to be doing now instead of having to wait another 10 or 15 years to be living it now. Because this is the thing that I want to spend my life doing. So why would I wait? Why would I not do everything I can to make it my reality now? Even if it means I have to sacrifice a few things now or have had to sacrifice a few things in the past, that's setting me up so that I can thrive in five or 10 years. And I'd much rather do it that way than spend my whole life trying to work towards a goal so that I can enjoy it for maybe five or 10 years at the end of my life when I could have been doing that for my whole life and I only get one life and so why would I do it that way so I think like a lot of people I think are looking at it with that lens and they're looking at it in a sense of well I've got the time I've got the five ten years to work towards it and now it's just not a good time because I have to prioritize my money but the thing is if you have to prioritize money now you're probably still going to be prioritizing money in five, 10 years because nothing will have changed. You won't have actually taken any radical steps that will change what is enabling you to make certain decisions now versus later. That's not actually going to change unless you go out of your own way to make a change, whether that be externally, internally, something has to change in order for you to be able to do this thing. And so anyway, I wanted to bring attention to that too. And I hope that this episode has been insightful for you. It was just something that's on my mind. Um, If you did find this helpful, let me know. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Paperback Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there are three steps you can take to help it reach more fellow authors just like you. First, leave a review for your favorite streaming platform. It helps out like you wouldn't believe. Second, tag me on Instagram at pagan at paperback or use the hashtag the paperback podcast and share this episode. And third, come join us in the Facebook group, the paperback podcast community, where you'll be the first to hear about new episodes and you'll get an additional live training from me every month. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll chat to you in the next episode.